The following program is a production of Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans. Here's your local racing authority, Sam Chapman, with this week's Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Welcome, race fans, and this is the Sound of Speed on Beach Booster Radio. Now, I'm your host, Sam, here to recap a busy weekend of racing with MotoGP in Australia, Formula One in Austin, Texas, and the NASCAR Camper World Trucks and Spring Cup Series hit the Talladega Super Speedway for a doubleheader chase grid elimination weekend. We'll get things rolling with MotoGP in Australia as the series hit the track in Phillips Island for the running of the Australian MotoGP. Freshly crowned champ Mark Marquez would lead the field off of the starting line, gapping the rest of the field just a few laps into the event. Just before the halfway point, Marquez would drop his bike, forcing him out of the race and handing the lead to Cal Crutchlow, who would go on to score a second win of the season in Phillips Island and his first win of the year on a dry circuit. Valentino Rossi would rebound from a terrible qualifying run starting 15th, working his way up to finish second, and Maverick Fernandez would round out the podium on his Suzuki in third. Formula One would make its second North American stop of the year at the Circuit of the Americas in Austin, Texas. Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton would take the pole in qualifying Saturday, setting a new track record in the process. Hamilton would get a great start off of the line, and teammate Nico Rosberg would quickly take second from Red Bull's Daniel Ricciardo before the race for positions at the front of the pack slowed down. Hamilton would cruise to win number 50 of his career, joining elite company drivers like Alan Prost and Michael Schumacher. Nico Rosberg would settle for second, and Daniel Ricciardo would hold on to third to take the final podium spot. The NASCAR Camper World Trucks would hit the Talladega Super Speedway for the running of the Fred's 250 and the series' first chase grid elimination race. Grant Enfinger, driver of the number 24 truck, would capitalize on a fast Chevrolet Silverado, leading 45 out of 94 laps and holding off the field on a late race restart to get his first career NASCAR Camper World Truck Series victory. Following the race, two drivers were eliminated from the NASCAR Camper World Truck Series chase grid. John Hunter Nemechek and Daniel Hemrick were removed from title contention Saturday following a rough race for both of those drivers. The drivers still in contention for the championship are Matt Crafton, William Byron, Christopher Bell, Timothy Peters, Ben Kennedy, and Johnny Sauter. When the series picks up in Martinsville, kicking off the round of six before we head to Homestead to crown a champion. Here's what Grant Enfinger had to say following his first NASCAR Camping World Truck Series win. Uh, definitely an unbelievable feeling. Uh, I was telling those guys earlier, you know, uh, uh, my racing career started as a fan up here um, with, uh, with with my old man, um, Greg Allen and, and Bobby Mazingo, and all those guys are here today. Um, so it's pretty uh, pretty special, pretty uh, pretty un- unbelievable feeling here. So definitely a lot of emotions, a lot of a lot of uh, friends and family here at, at this race, um, and uh, just just definitely very very special. So. Uh, Thanks to, to all these guys, they um, they definitely built one one heck of a truck here. Um, thank you for Mari for for letting me drive it. And um, and Jeff, th- this truck was on the tubing rack a month or so ago. So um, this is a brand new truck, and it uh, it is a class of the field in my opinion. So um, we uh, we definitely had to have the stars line up for us, and and uh, the good Lord was was looking out for us as far as that goes. Um, it just it just all worked out pretty uh, pretty unbelievable. The NASCAR Spring Cup Series would also be in Talladega for the running of the Hellman's 500 in the second Chase Grade Elimination Race of 2016. Martin Trex Jr. and Brad Keselowski would lead the field down to the drop of the green flag Sunday afternoon. 
Lap 39, chase driver Joey Logano would hit pit road for a green flag pit stop. On his way out of the pits, his jack would get stuck between the car and the ground, and as Joey took off, he took the jack with him. After a lap around the 2.66-mile super speedway, Logano couldn't shake the jack loose, forcing him to hit pit road, simultaneously serving his penalty for removing equipment from the pit box and avoiding any damage to his car in the process. Lap 41, chase contender and championship favorite Martin Truex Jr. would have the engine in his Toyota Camry expire, forcing him behind the wall for the remainder of the race. The first yellow for an incident on track would come on lap 115. Jeffrey Earnhardt would make contact with Greg Biffle in the middle of the pack. Biffle would slide back into Earnhardt before both drivers collected Casey Mears as all three slid into the inside wall. Mears would suffer heavy damage and be forced to the garage for the rest of the afternoon. Lap 144, another chase contender would have issues. This time it would be Brad Keselowski who started alongside Martin Truex Jr. and would suffer a similar fate, losing an engine, forcing the 2012 series champ behind the wall just shy of the finish. Lap 183, Eric Almirola would send Casey Kane around, collecting Jamie McMurray as the two slid towards the wall. McMurray would avoid major damage, missing the wall, but Kane would be forced to pit road for repairs. The final caution of the day would come on lap 187, just one lap before the white flag was set to fly. Alex Bowman would go for a spin on the front stretch, bringing out the yellow flag and sending the race into overtime. This would set up the final restart of the day with the dominant car of the afternoon, Joey Logano, would have to hold off the field just one more time. On the restart, Logano, Brian Scott, and Denny Hamlin would separate from the pack, breaking away while the rest of the field fell back, battling for position. Logano would be able to hold off Scott and Hamlin as they came across the line to score his second consecutive fall race win in Talladega. Brian Scott would come home in second for the best finish of his career. Hamlin would settle for third. Kurt Busch and Ricky Stenhouse Jr. would round out the top five in Talladega. Here's what race winner Joey Logano had to say after his win in Talladega, locking him into the round of eight. Uh, it feels really good. Um, you know, this morning you, you kind of wake up and you're like, oh, what's going to happen? You know, this is the first time in this chase format that I've come into Talladega without a win um, to be locked into the next round. So uh, the, the feeling of the weekend is definitely a lot different <laughs> when you know you're not locked into the next one. So it uh, felt really good to um, be able to go out there and, and uh, you know, um, work under the pressure that was on us this week and um, ultimately be able to succeed and, and come home with a victory. So uh, what a special um, special win. Winning here at Talladega is always special. And it's a lot of fun. And you never know you got it until you're coming off a of, – you don't even know you got it even off a of turn four. So, so many things that can happen before the start of finish line. So um, it's nice to be able to move on to the next round. Um, that was a, a great feeling for about – I don't know, 20 minutes, and now we're <laughs> thinking about Martinsville already and how we're going to uh, go out there and try to get ourselves to Homestead to win the championship. Points as NASCAR gears up for the paperclip, the Martinsville Speedway. Four drivers were eliminated from the NASCAR Spring Cup Series Chase Grid. Chase Elliott, Austin Dillon, title favorite Martin Shrex Jr., and Brad Keselowski were eliminated. Points were reset, and all of the eight drivers in the grid are starting with 4,000 points apiece. Your round of eight consists of Jimmy Johnson, Joey Logano, Kevin Harvick, Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Matt Kenseth, and Carl Edwards still have a shot at the title as we get closer to the championship round in Homestead, Miami. Brian Scott would come home in second for his best career finish to date in the NASCAR Spring Cup Series. Here's what the rookie had to say post-race. Uh, it was just a solid day for uh, the, the number 44 goodies Ford. Uh, we had a team meeting before the race. We knew that we were going to have to be perfect. Uh, we were going to have to have no mistakes on pit road. Going to have to have a fast forward, uh, keep good track position all day, and try to make friends throughout the race so they'd work with uh, work with us at the end. And our game plan really just uh, was executed really well. The guys did a great job on pit road. We had a uh, really solid car. You know, Roush 8's engines were amazing today, uh, able to show our speed to uh, a lot of the field. And when it came down to the, the finish or the restart there at the end, 
uh, lucky enough to have Denny Hamlin and uh, some guys work with us to give us an opportunity at the win. Join me Sunday as I get you set up for Martinsville and the first race in the round of eight. Jeff Gordon makes his return to the track. He scored his final win at and Dale Earnhardt Jr.'s number 88 Chevrolet. Until then, you can head on over to the Sound of Speed's Facebook and Twitter pages to keep in touch and up to speed with all sorts of motorsports news throughout the week. Before I go, I'd like to thank Peach Booster Radio. Without them, the sound of speed wouldn't be possible. Head on over to peachboosterradio.ca to listen to some great music, shows, and keep in touch with everything with Sega Beach. Hit the podcast tab at the top of the page where you can find the latest edition of the sound of speed and all the other great shows Beach Booster Radio has to offer. Be sure to check out the blog where you can find the digital version of the Beach Booster publication, which is always great to read. You can also download the Beach Booster Radio app from the Google Play and Apple App Store for free and take Beach Booster Radio with you everywhere you go. That's about it for this week. Don't forget to join me Sunday to get geared up for the first race in the round of eight at the Martinsville Speedway. Until then, thanks for listening, and have a great week, race fans. The preceding program is a production of Beach Booster Radio, written, recorded, and produced in Wasaga Beach, Ontario. We thank you for listening to Beach Booster Radio, Wasaga Beach's only locally owned and operated radio station. We are local. We are Wasaga Beach. We are Beach Booster. Hi, this is Brian Smith, Mayor of the Town of Wasaga Beach, and you're listening to Beach Booster Radio.